Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft, but the minute can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. See our team make them need to run. Love them every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shine with 987. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Oh yeah. Tuesday. I'm I'm feeling lively. I'm feeling effervescent. I'm feeling alive. DNR with you, 9870 SPN. Amani Toomer may <laughs> or may not join us at 735. CMT definitively at 745. What's the matter with you now? I don't understand what this is. What's the matter with what you? Is, what is this? That's a microphone. No, no. Why is it like this? I don't know. Look at how yours is. Yeah, mine's Look nice. at how mine is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't understand how to fix it. RJ, it I don't looks know how like to fix an, it. an erector set. <laughs> Firmly, it looks garbage. like it's, it's fucking this garbage. It looks odd, yes. <laughs> it looks stimulated. It's, 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 it's RJ, weird. have you seen anything like this before in your life? Is it supposed to look like this? That's how Peter likes it. Peter didn't sit there yesterday, though. Uh, yeah, he did, because there's no way anyone no, else does I'm the microphone you, like Peter this. I'm telling you, Peter sat in this seat yesterday. Know. Well, I, Dave, Dave, I think you're right, but I think that's still from remnants of last week. Yeah, I don't right. know how to fix it. Well, you know what I don't like, and I don't think it's fair? It's not like Peter's the only person to sit there. If Peter chooses to do that when he sits there, I think that's fine, and then put it back to its original yeah, well, way. Nothing, nothing is ever put back to the original way. Just it feels right. It, uh, honestly, it feels very selfish. That's fine. I get it. Listen, well, he buys the. Uh, he's got the fancy sweatshirts now. Maybe he's changed a little bit. Well, I don't think he's changed. I think he's the same person he's always. All been. I ask for is a couple things when I come to this. What are you? Give me for? the sex music, please. What are, you, um, what are you looking for? I could use some of that. Okay. Just the microphone ears, not like. Blown out like when you put the headset yeah, on. Yeah, I don't blame him for that. Though. You I can, touch you can everything. Turn that down. And then maybe a trash can. Nice. That's it. Yeah, we don't. Oh, we do have a trash can. It's over there now. No, why though? I'm, yeah, that I'm not sure. Why is it? Why is it all the way at the door? That I'm uncertain with. But at least it's in the room. Last week there wasn't one in the room. I, I, <laughs> yeah, because we had the big meeting. There's five trash cans in the meeting room. Oh, is that right? Uh, I brought in beautiful playoff bagels. Today. There is one sesame bagel. That could be the sexiest. It's a, these are sexy bagels. I told RJ he better jump on that one immediately. Yep. Because he's playing hard to get right now. Well, I know. I don't know. Uh, Last time you brought in the bagels, it was overwhelming for me. Yeah, eat, a, a, eat a freaking bagel. It's too bagels, much carbs. Bagels, sliced tomato, cream cheeses, <laughs> egg salad, tuna salad, muffins, juice. <laughs> he was so, did you hear the sliced tomatoes? <laughs> That's so angry. You were angry at the tomato. Joel Embiid scored a lot of points oh. last night. 70. So, and then I thought Towns was going to outdo him. He had yeah. 44 at the half. Right, but do you see Towns' coach after the game? They went crazy. He's pissed. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's he was, immature basketball. They lost. Right, of course they lost. Yeah, that's why he was so upset. Yeah, I don't blame him for that. It was immature basketball. 
It was immature basketball. Joel Embiid is. He's awesome. I want him back. Yeah, well, you know what? The, the problem is they're too good. No, they're, I know, but maybe he just... You, you thought that maybe they fall be so flat. bad. Right, but they, maybe they fall flat. So that's going to have to be a, a, a postseason kind of thing. Right. So well, that's what Woj keeps saying. So I guess then in, in a perfect world for you, Knicks go on some kind of a run in the postseason and Philadelphia gets bounced in the first round. First round or it's the Knicks that, that beat them. That would be that would be the, the oh. best of everything. Yep. And not only beat them, like kind of humiliate them. Like it's just it's clear that this Philadelphia team is not going in the right direction. That would be nice. He's never gonna win there. You're never gonna win there. Oh. It's obvious, but I don't know, man. I mean that, that Sixers team is they're they're good. And when he's <laughs> he scored seventy points. Sixers team is good. He's great. He's great. Maxie's a good player. They got a good coach. Dude, he it, had seventy and eighteen. And five. <laughs> and five assists. I think this is the first time anybody's ever had a stat line That's like that. It's unbelievable. 70 points. And, he, and, and Levin Yama like, actually had a good game, too. I think he had 33 in the game. Yeah, but 33 is nothing yeah, but he compared bullied to him. Seven. Well, because he's like a stick figure. Well, compared to Embiid. Yeah. Yama, well, yama, yama, yama. Embiid is a man. He's a specimen. He's a man. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> he's, he, re- he really he's is the MVP. A, a phenomenal player. Um, if Okay, how about this? Yeah? I take injuries out of it. There's no injury concern. None. I give you the choice, Jokic and Bede. No injury concerns. Jokic. Still, mm-hmm. you love Jokic. I love Jokic. Yeah. I, 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 think he's, I think he's awesome. Listen, it's not a slight at Embiid. No, I no. think Embiid is phenomenal. I just think Jokic is just amazing. And and you know what? Jokic has won. I mean, yep. Embiid has never gotten to an NBA Finals. And in the, in that Game 7 last year against Boston, I didn't see a great version of Embiid. Uh, no, or James Harden. Right. But I expect that from James and Harden. James Harden like actively quit. But I expect that. That's I what, I, what I've gotten to I get accustomed it. to expect from him. I understand that. In Denver, I mean, they got the job done. You also have Jamal Murray, which helps. But yeah, Jokic is great too. Uh, who do you Giannis think is, is great. The, the favorite to win the whole thing right now? Boston or Milwaukee or Denver? Boston just finally lost at home. Um, That'd be a good cuddle Mary trash for Yeah, today. I think probably people would still hang their hat maybe on Denver. On Denver? Because they have the easier road because it's the West and they don't have another team to get past? Because well, you don't look at Minnesota as a real threat, right? Uh, well, in the defending champions. See, I just don't know. Like, Carl Anthony Towns' name always gets brought up. I don't know if he's a winning player, man. I don't. Uh, I agree with that. Like, I don't know if he fits with what the Knicks currently are. He like, there score, are certain though. players, like, we keep talking about how, how, like, the job that Leon Rose is doing, finally, where it's like him and Tibbs are in lockstep. Like, the fact that you get OG and you bring him here and he instantly fits. Like, there was no, hey, how's this going to work? Steps in, immediate impact, right. works right away. Like, the players that they get, Josh Hart was the same thing. You traded for him, boom, instant results. Like, the guys they keep bringing in just fit perfectly. I don't know if if Carl Anthony Towns does that. Yeah, but those guys are not stars. No, I know oh, they're he's not very stars, good. Hart's a role Jaylen player. Jalen Brunson's turned himself into a star. Jalen Brunson's turned himself into an absolute star. He re- he has. Knicks tonight, by the Defensively, way, Defensively, OG is a star. A uh, star player. Look, look, what he does, he does great. And he knows his role. He's not looking to isolate and get to the basket. No. He he is a, either I'm going to you know be slashing... And you'll hit me on a back door, or I'm going to shoot the three. Otherwise, I'm going to rebound and and defend. I, lo- I love what his game right, is. Right. So it sounds like the next thing is it's not going to be the big move, which we've we've said a couple different times. Right. That's going to be in the offseason. Well, deadline is what the eighth, so it's two weeks from Thursday, I think. Bruce Brown sounds like he wants to be a Nick. That's the he, name he said heard. he wants to be a Knicks. I guess a the Nick. I guess the Lakers are real. Uh, real well, why, why is Raymond holding up his phone like that? Um, Raymond, do you have know. something to say? You're holding up your phone like you barely like got here today. Like you're at a concert. I was just showing RJ something. You saw oh. the Bronco today. The Bronco was outside of the parking lot. Just waiting. Well, I had to. I had no choice. 
The guy came running out. Somebody left their car with no key. <laughs> if you want to talk about barely show, being a little late, like that's the reason the, bron- the Bronco was blocking me. That's got to be if you work in a parking garage. Oh, nightmare! Your biggest fear. At Five a.m. It's got to be your biggest fear, right? Guy leaves. And it wasn't, his- but it wasn't pulled in enough where you could get around it. Right. This thing was like, no, they're gonna have to tow it. They're gonna have to do something. Yeah. So the, so the guy leaves his car and takes the key. Yeah. No, I had no idea where the key was. Like, he was asking other people. I was like, well, how would they know where the key was? He asking, like, <laughs> it, was like the key? A, it was like a security guard. I was like, why would the security guard know where the well, key how would is? I, how, how would I know where it's the key is? It's not my car. It's not my job. Do your job. <laughs> I guess he eventually found it because it, like, he oh, finally they, moved they it. they did find it. He, he, he finally moved it, but but like you know, he was very slow getting out of the way. And then Rick's Bronco was in front of me, yeah. so I just kind of let the guy get in the Bronco and move the Bronco, and, and you would think that he never drove it before. He was gonna be, he's trying to be careful. It's a very nice Bronco, <laughs> he, isn't it? He was very slow, very deliberate. It's a very nice Bronco. It's a sexy Bronco. It's a sexy Bronco. See, Ben in that Bronco? Yeah. Forget it. Forget it. Yeah, you think? Oh. He'd do some damage? Uh, well, he's probably already doing damage, but I'm just saying now. He rolls up in the matte gray. Forget it. That would be nice. Um, so we got a lot going on today. We got superchargers, exhaust kits, and more. eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die alive with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So my wife, who who loves the show, loves r- rarely if ever gets annoyed at anybody on the show, uh, typically doesn't even take my side when we get into arguments well, on the why show. why would she? Um, she was actually... Very, I don't want to say anti because she loves them, but she thought RJ was in quite a negative, nasty way yesterday. Well, I don't know if he's negative or nasty. That's he said she, nasty that's things to me later in the show. That's what she said. She I goes, think he, he was. He was in a really bad way yesterday. What's the best word to describe what he was? He was, I, I think don't know. He was a little frustrated. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think he was mad at his team because they took away the joy of actually watching the game. Yeah, but but here's the thing. Made it too stressful. I don't think. And maybe I'm wrong, and you can correct me, and, and RJ can certainly chime in, and Raymond as well, and you guys as well, 800-919-3776. I think if your team is one of four left standing, and you're hosting an NFC championship game, no matter how you get there, you lose the right to be in a bad mood the Monday after the game. That's that's my opinion. Well, I think it changes. See, uh, uh, part of me agrees with you, but I think it also changes when your expectations are as high as RJ's and the sense of urgency. Like RJ feels like this is his this his is year. his chance. I, now. I get it. I totally right. get it. Now, had they lost and he came in and he was you well, know moping and miserable, I would understand that. But to to be like that, if to your even team... expect him to come in though, if they lost, no, I, I would understand anything that he did. If he didn't come in, if he went away, if he stayed at a hotel, if he left his family, like I get it. All those <laughs> things make perfect sense to me. But what I don't understand is how your team wins. You're in the NFC Championship game. You're hosting it. You're touchdown favorites, and you're like moping. I don't understand it. All right, so RJ, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like RJ is so emotionally invested in this team, and I understand that. Okay, and it's almost like he's got this kind of like you with your Giants. He's got this kind of like play more of a player's mentality, where he understands like a player is not satisfied. Like a big win, we're in the. You know, we're in the, the the NFC Championship game, right? But next day, you're not thrilled. Like in the moment, you're happy. We survived. You're relieved more than happy, but you're also pissed. Like you're upset that we're not like we did not play our best game and we were fortunate to win. Like you don't spend the like you don't spend the time celebrating really. No, I, and I think and I think that's fair. It, 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 you know, it was workmanlike. It was it was not attractive? I think he got fortunate. I thought Green Bay was the better team. I'm not arguing that. My point is, it's like. He's acting like they lost, and that's where I think the disconnect lies for me. You didn't lose. You're alive. 
Odds are you're going. I saw like the FPI. They have a 78 percent chance to go to the Super Bowl. I don't know. I just think it was a very negative way to act yesterday for your RJ. I think there's probably some reason for concern. He did not like how Brock Purdy looked. Did not like how Kyle Shanahan coached. Did not like the fact that Green Bay was able to run the football. And on top of that, Debo Samuel now is 50-50 to play in the NFC Championship game. I, I think I was reading something. I saw the same thing that you said saw. that he's going to he's, yeah. he's going to wind up playing in this game. Right. I mean, the Schefter's report was 50-50. Right. So, I mean, that's a huge piece of their offense. Oh, I, I agree like the with The whole you. stat is when you know those guys start and finish the game, they're they don't lose. They don't lose. That's right. But they have to actually you know start right. and finish. And you got you got very little from Debo Samuel. Right. And the way that Detroit is playing now, especially on the offensive side of the ball, Jared Goff is playing his best football. I mean, their running game is with Gibbs and Gibbs is terrific, huh? <laughs> Look at that rookie class that they have. I know. You talk about can guys you know translate quickly to the NFL? Yep. Gibbs. They got Branch. Laporta, they got Branch, and they got Campbell. Yep. I mean, those are four guys. Well, that's a team, too, that prioritizes the kind of player that they're looking for, which I, I'm fully on board with. They draft their their like what fits into their team. Yeah, this is not like one of those ones where we don't really love his personality, but he's so talented, we'll make it work. It's like if, he's, if the talent isn't, you know, if there's two players, one's a little bit more talented but has a bad attitude, we'll take the one with the... You know, that, that fits what we're trying to right. do, which I like. I, I like it as well. Um, so, I don't know. It was just kind of my, my take on it. I thought it, was, I thought it was an interesting way. I mean, I'm so jealous of him. Every year we talked about it yesterday. This is their 19th NFC Championship game. 19. Yeah, but he didn't. I mean, you got to remember, too, though. RJ, he told you when they won their last Super Bowl, he was four. No, no, I understand. So, that he, he hasn't really. really it, if they lose at any point along the way, I would understand his attitude, his, his misery. I just, uh, you're alive. You're one of four. And he's also 0-3 in his picks. I would be... Yeah, that was... That you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's also that. That was bad. I mean, like he, you think he, Ange wants to have her you know, gorgeous husband naked on a billboard? She might. No, I don't think she does. She doesn't want to share him. Would you share him? No. No. I don't like sharing him with anybody. No, me either. I don't even like when he goes on bachelor parties every week. I know. This guy's unbelievable. He goes on a lot of bachelor parties. He's got a lot of friends. When's your next bachelor party, RJ? <laughs> I think I got one this summer. In the, su- in the summer? Dude, how many friends does this guy to, have? When was the last time you went to a bachelor party? Well, ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, ten years ago for me. Th- th- I'm at the end. This is the very end for me. I, I mean... Our it- only hope is Raymond. Well, Raymond's got, he's got a lot going on. But that's I don't, know, I don't know what it is. Ray, when you eventually get engaged and that time is here, you're going to have a blowout bachelor party, right? Yes. Uh, probably not. Why? Because when would I have it? Well, first of all, we go to we go to London. We say, you know, Michael K sent you. You get the Michael K treatment, and then we'll find. Uh, we'll go to Vegas, wherever. Do, Miami. Do the whole uh, tell the whole us. Thing, huh? I would have played blackjack for thirty six straight. You hours. you have your best man, whoever that's going to be, plan the event, and we will be there, and we will be trouble for like a full week. Yeah, ish. Sounds fun. Yeah, fun. Go missing. Be a, be a lot of fun. Had a great conversation with Cataline today, by the way. Did you really? Yeah. I said, I, I told Rick that you think I'm better, and I don't think he was all that pleased. He goes, <laughs> That was a secret? And he goes, <laughs> he goes, I think Rick could be better at hockey. I said, you think he could be better at hockey than me? He goes, I think he could be better at hockey. You're better on the radio than he is. Hello, my team. <laughs> they played it at the same time. I have no, no respect for him, though. Why? I could be better than you at hockey. I, come on. Listen, I defended you. I was like, come on. Come could on. be better? Right, now he like, loses all credibility. He's like, you, you, he, I, I, he goes, you know why? Why? You have so much knowledge, Dave. It's not what this is about. He said you know so much stuff. You understand if you just sat here for four hours with all the stuff you knew, you'd be fired in three months. What does that mean? <laughs> no one wants to sit and listen to that. It's very entertaining. No, no, but now you have the knowledge mixed 
mixed with, with the entertaining, the, yeah, with yes. the fun, the yeah. singing, the that's jokes. What, that's what makes it good. The levity. Yeah. You're out of your shell now. Like you're a star now. I don't know about that. RJ, who's the star of the show now? I'm just the catalyst. Yeah, I think it's Dave. I get you where you need to go. Woohoo! Over here! <laughs> I mean, so, like, you know, other people are sitting in their scouting report meetings. So like, how, do we, how do we slow down Dave? Really? So you think you, you slow me down and then the whole show kind of goes off the rails? I think bussum, so. Bussum, bussum, bussum. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. There was real conversations being had where we're going to get kicked out of the studio because they thought it was a bit that we kept dropping things into the computer. Dropping things? Okay. Liquids. Yeah. It was it was me, I believe. Well, no, I did it first. Like three out of four times, it was me, and then they they believed that it was no longer an accident. It was uh, being done no! on purpose, right? So if anything Why? goes wrong, I my hands are clean, right? But you didn't had had you spilled water, which you of course have nowhere near the computer now. Had you spilled water, something had happened like that, I could understand them looking at you, but you didn't do anything. So why would you be so so like you know so gun shy that they were oh, going to no, come no, after no, you? Oh no, there's real trouble. How am I supposed to feel? If the people in this building think that I would purposely drop water, isn't that on the wild computer. though? I, honestly, isn't it wild that rather than their first thought being like, "Okay, these guys, it's very early and they're obviously exhausted and they're continuing to make the same mistake," their their first thought was they're doing it on purpose. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. That's that's kind of a wild assumption to jump to, isn't that's it? Why I don't mess around. Well, we have, a, we have a fancy table now that we, we have, have to bring a, in. A very nice table. Uh, here's Ryan Clark. It was on Get Up yesterday, really aggressive and really critical of Josh Allen. The last two years, right, the Buffalo Bills has have done what they've had to do for, to have the divisional game in their stadium. Yep. 
Joe Burrow came there, he walked into your trap, and he took over your trap. Patrick Mahomes came in there, he walked in your trap, and he took over your trap. At some point, Josh Allen is going to have to beat the other great quarterbacks in the AFC. Everybody else, the other quarterbacks, were 5-0. and 0-3 against Patrick, 0-1 against Joe, and the one against Joe is at our crib. At some point, at some point, y'all got to say he's coming up short. Well, you can't deny he's coming up short because he has come up short. But this uh, attacking mentality of Josh Allen is beyond me. Was it Josh Allen's fault when they had a three-point lead with 13 seconds left and they, they kicked it down and no. they allowed them to go 50 yards in, in 13 seconds and kick the game-time field goal and he never got the ball in overtime? Was that Josh Allen's fault? No, it wasn't Josh Allen's fault. I just don't know why. Like, even Ty yesterday with the tweets, like, I mean, maybe that's part of the problem is that people feel like Josh Allen is he gets too much credit, I guess. I don't think so. Or is too highly, I mean, who, too highly thought of. I think he's awesome. Yeah, I do too, but I mean, that does, that's, listen, the, the two quarterbacks that he just mentioned, I would probably say that I would, I mean, if we're listing quarterbacks I would take, I would probably take Mahomes one and really consider outside the injury stuff, Burrow two. I, I think that that's fair. I, w- I wouldn't jump you for saying that you think those two guys are better than him, but I mean, he's right there. Is Mahomes better? Yeah, Mahomes is better. Is Mahomes better than everybody? Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. He's awesome. He's at, he's at a different level. I'm not arguing that. Now, last year when they lost to Cincinnati, if, if memory serves correctly, their defense was horrendous. Like, Jamar Chase was running rough shot over that team, and he lost. And I can't defend the guy. He lost that game. But, you know, you sit here like, oh, he's going to have to win at some point. He's 27, and he's great. I expect at some point he's going to win. Right, you would expect that, and you can expect that, but I mean, you're still going to have to go through the same quarterbacks that Ryan Clark just mentioned. I guess that's the point, is those quarterbacks aren't going anywhere either. Fair. At some point, I just think it's tough. Do you when think you start at some point he's not going to get past them, though? Well, no, I, listen, I, don't, I can't sit here and tell you that. I don't know. I mean, did you expect watching this Kansas City Chiefs offense this season that they would be in the AFC Championship game again? It's hard to go against Kansas City. Did, did I pick Kansas City and it was to, on the road? to cover no, the I number, though? Okay, well, so it's How not, many people are like, oh, this is Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff But it's, not, it's not like they were 14-point favorites. It was a three-point. It was I a three-point. I mean, they were home. It was three points. It's almost a, a pick em game. I get it. But you say this all the time. Like, you're talking about, like, when, when the— you know, when we finally got the playoff matchups and San Francisco had the number one seed and Baltimore had the number one seed, you're saying, okay, if not now, then when? That's right. So at some point, you're like, okay, you have the game at home in your building. Kansas City's offense has not been great this season. Like, if not now, then when? Because you know it's going to be something that Kansas City fixes. Like, you're going to get, like, you, this is not like, I mean, at a certain point, for whatever the reason, could be injuries, whatever it is. Like, you got to take advantage of your opportunities. And if you don't, who's to say you're going to get a better opportunity down the road? Like, now you could you're deal right. with, maybe it's not Kansas City. Maybe it's a you know fully healthy Bengals team. And at what point do, does Houston become that team? Or uh, next year, the Jets going to be that team? Or how about when, when Harbaugh and, and Herbert get together? They're going to be that team. I, I Listen, you're not wrong. And you never know when you're going to get the opportunity again. I get it. But typically, great quarterbacks, and I think Josh Allen is a great quarterback, they go back and have multiple chances. Yeah, listen, I don't disagree with you. I just don't. I mean, it must be the reaction to this must be that people feel like Josh Allen is getting too much credit. He's not at the same level. I disagree. No, but I'm not. I'm OK with that. There are different levels to this thing. Just like when you get to the Hall of Fame, there's different levels in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you're a Hall of Famer, but even like there are certain Hall of Famers that are just at a different level. Patrick Mahomes is at a different level than Josh I, Allen. I, I agree with that, but I've never argued that point. He was 26 and 39 for a buck 86 and a touchdown. And a rating of, of 86, whatever the hell that means. I mean, did I think he was great? Great, no. Do I think he was very I thought he was very good. I thought 
Well, Not that he was I good think, enough to win the game. Right. But I mean, I think as far as people are concerned, right, to to be the best, you got to beat the best. Right. So Joe Burrow has has done that. Joe Burrow has done it. Yeah. Josh Allen has not. Okay. So if you tell me that you think Joe Burrow is better than Josh Allen, fine. I mean, they changed the rules because of that playoff game against. That's right. Because he never he never got a chance. He never got a to, chance to match. I think he is really good. But if he wants to get to best that, quarterback that, in the NFL is who Mahomes. Second best quarterback in the NFL is I who? would probably say Burrow. Third. Uh, Allen, Lamar? Or, Allen or Lamar? Okay. Fourth, the other. Well, hey, listen, and now listen, we're going to be dealing with the same thing now. Lamar has the perfect opportunity at home, best defense in the league, right? With actual weapons, right? Be Patrick Mahomes. You know, I didn't realize this is the first time they've ever hosted in franchise history the AFC Championship game. The Ravens. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, listen, I mean, Lamar Jackson, before he won that last playoff game against Houston, was what, one and three in the playoffs? Right. So, I mean, and he's you, got some and stuff you beat to prove. Houston. He's got some stuff to prove, too. Absolutely, he does. So, we're going to have the same stupid conversation well, on Monday. Well, he's going to have two MVPs. Josh Allen has no MVPs. Josh Allen could win the MVP this year. Uh, he's not going to, though. I understand he's not, yeah. but, he, but he could. Well, no, he's got great numbers. He's responsible for, what, 50 touchdowns? 50 yeah, I mean, touchdowns. He could. He's not. I get it. I just think I don't know. I think it's it's unfair, and you can disagree. It's fine. I think it's unfair just to to this guy's. Well, I think you recognize why though too though, right? I mean, it's just it's the nature of the position. It's how much money they make? Yeah, the expectations are huge. In the salary cap sport, when you make that much money, you're going to have. I mean, the expectations are going to be through the roof. If if he was because you see the talent. If you didn't see the talent, oh, he's so good. If he was 36 and the and the career was ending now, or you saw like the tail end and he'd never gotten over the hump, then I think it's a fair conversation. He's been in the league for how well, many years? Well, but I think we see, I think the, the comparison that you would draw, and we kind of touched on it a little bit, is the whole, and it, this is not a great comparison just because Patrick Mahomes is at a different level, I think, than the quarterbacks that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up, but the whole, I mean, Eli, Ben, and Phillip Rivers. Right. No, Eli had the two. Ben Ben got the Super Bowls, and Phillip Rivers never won. Correct. And Phillip Rivers, when you look at his rate, like his career awesome. in general, he had a great career. But you know, was the number one seed and could not win? Yeah, but he also never had, went never went to the Super Bowl. Right, but he was also again. You're in a you're in a, a conference now with Josh Allen's got Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. Yep, he had Brady and, and Manning. So I mean that's but, nobody, but here's the thing. But you're talking about two of the greatest of all time. You can be great and not one of the greatest to ever do it. Absolutely. And he's and he's at, at this point he's not Patrick Mahomes. And I don't think there's any shame in that. No, I don't think so either. But I think that, that maybe people get frustrated because they hear you know his name mentioned. With the likes of Patrick Mahomes, and they feel like he's going to have to prove that first. Yeah, I don't think I, he's, I don't think he's at that level. Of no, I don't home. think he is either. I think he's awesome. I think they ask him to do too much. They, sometimes they ask him to do more on that team than I think any quarterback is asked to do on their team. Any 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 player in I the think league, he's right there at the top of that list. But he does make some. I mean, he does turn the football over. He does make some bad he does, decisions. But but he didn't. Um, no, he's always turned the ball over. No, no, like but I'm this. saying this postseason run, he, he no, did this, not. No, this regular season, he did, though. Uh, James Andrews tweets in, how is Dak Prescott not in the top quarterback conversation? I No. I don't think he's there. No, no, no. We had a great season. Great he's season. Not, no, I don't think he's in that. Ray, would you I agree? I don't think there's many in that conversation. Josh Allen better than Dak Prescott? Like at, just At this point, yeah, but but I don't think that the criticism of him is that unfair. So you don't agree with me? I don't. I, I don't. I think disagreeing with you is is exactly like he he is incredibly talented and the Bills ask him to do more than any other team. But if 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 certain quarterbacks are going to be judged by winning, then Josh Allen has to be too. 
And as Rick pointed out, they literally changed the rules because they felt bad for him losing a playoff no, game. No, no, they didn't feel bad for him. It's ridiculous that that in a, in a high-scoring game that the other team doesn't get a chance to match is what it is. Like I said, you want to see, cha- you want to see the, the other quarterback the well, They did not change the rules cha- for him. They changed the rules as a result of They changed the rule because it's a stupid rule. They didn't change the rule for Josh well, it's Allen. It's always been a stupid it, rule, well, but was, they just was highlighted it. Was it always a stupid rule or was yeah. it a stupid rule It's always been a stupid Allen rule. Right, but it just highlighted it. Right, right. it was highlighted that he didn't, like he didn't that, get a chance to match. You'd like to see him get the ball. Let's, I just saw something you're going to be very excited about. Oh, yeah. Very excited about. I'll whisper it to RJ. I don't want you to see it. You're not going to share it? I'm going to share it with you in the 7 o'clock hour. Tease. I'm going to whisper it to RJ. I dirty, think I know what this dirty is. Dirty little tease about the Jets. Mm, I think the Jets. I think the Jets way, are in, involved yeah. in this, though, right? We're on the same page. Yeah. Yep. It's. I see it. You're w- going to without it. without going grossa crazy. It's titillating. <laughs> right in it. Mm-hmm. All right. We're just right there. Right in. Would it. you agree, RJ? Titillating. I got, I got some, some titillating news for you, my friend. Right. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's not like a young kid either that's saying that. Like someone just like jumping into the business. You know, there's this idea that he's like almost like a, 50. Yeah, no, he's like a few years younger than me. <laughs> yes. Been in the business for how long? 20 years. Right. Some, All of it some too. people mature a little faster. Yeah, you I, guys think I'm bad. I explained to someone, a friend that doesn't work in the, the industry as we know it, right? what was said, mm-hmm. and he was baffled. Because like, yeah, it's, it's baffling. <laughs> Cuddle, marry, trash. Highest level of immaturity. You're marrying the highest level. I that one. Oh, that was not good either. That was not good either. That, but was, that was that was one, you, that was one word. One off. word off. Yeah. Me, Rick Grasa. <laughs> highest level of immaturity. Marry. This is just all encompassing. Yeah, all like, encompassing. and I don't come on. I don't change my voice either. So that has to count for something. Don't sway the I jury. Suppose. Well, I don't. I don't randomly just use different voices. I don't even know where you go. He here. pretended to be a, one of my intestinal worms. One time. <laughs> right, the worms. <laughs> you. Are, you have intestinal worms? No, I did. When you, I had a, remember when I went no, on a vacation? I do remember that. Oh, yeah. This message is for Rick. Hey, Rick, how you doing? This is uh, this is a worm. <laughs> Doc, I got some worms in the place. You don't want to have the worms. He went. You understand what happened there? No. So during a break, he took the time to actually go record. Oh, that was the voicemail from the worm. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. It was real. Mm, that's some tasty margarita. <laughs> If you don't marry him, is most immature. I know. Uh, all right. Can't help so, you. So, RJ? Doc, I got some worms in the place. You don't want to have the worms. Why Why, why was the worm, like, from Boston? Because it was your worm. I, you you got from Boston? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think as of right this second, yeah. it had, I have to marry Dan. There's no choice. That would not have been my answer, but given what happened. Are you happened, surprised that you're, that you're put in this position, that you, you're marrying Dan? Yeah. He would have been by far the the trash, not even close until a couple of weeks ago. I think that one incident put him so far over the top. I think it's fair. Yeah, like, you, you know how they talk about like like this conversation. If Josh Allen were to get a ring or Lamar gets a ring, you right. become kind of like untouchable. He elevated into that untouchable Mary category for now. I, I don't even know how he gets unseated. I wish we could tell you what he said. I can't. It's wild. I think people get it. Um, and then who are you going to cuddle? I think some people do. You got to cuddle Rick, right? I haven't. Been, uh, listen, I haven't been dumb. You haven't been dumb in a while, but I think overall you got to. No, well, you tell me. As of right now, I have to. Cut, I have to cuddle you, Dave. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, because yes, you would have been behind. Rick would have been the Mary, not even close. But having known what Dan said, you. I then watched f- porn in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. You then followed it up. Does he have ED? Oh, it's so clever. Look at us. You followed it up with another thing you can't say. 
I did. Yeah. But I think mine was tiptoeing the line, and had I had I exchanged one word in there, it would have been fine. It's a big word, though. It's a big word. It changed it's everything. Much different. Much different. <laughs> yeah. I agree. You I, know so, what you were doing. So you're trashing Rick. Like the hook and a coup on your chest in a second. Oh. That's tame compared to you. <laughs> right this, that didn't get dumped. Right this second, I trash Rick. It's, but that could change at any moment. It, it will change. <laughs> yes. If so you want to take off your shirt and rub your nipples, then do it. So you expect at some point in the not-so-distant future... He'll leapfrog me and, and he'll be the cuddle. Yeah, it could be before the the segment ends. We don't uh, know. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah, but at least I have the excuse. You explained to people. I wasn't raised like a normal person. <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're, 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 told proud, you're proud of this. You're not. Like, a, you're like not a farm animal. Yeah, right. I've never had this. I've never been in a real workplace before. It's, it's in true. His bedroom too, apparently. Yeah, you guys have been. That's true. Right. So like you, I mean, it's like when Mitchie uh, decided to do the uh, open with the. Curse words. Curse words. Yeah. They never heard dumped before. Never heard them dumped. Let's go to D in Brooklyn. Say good morning. Hey, D. You're on 98.7. Hey, good, mo- good morning, gentlemen. I hope everybody have a wonderful day. Uh, just want to touch with that Josh Allen situation. He only thing separate Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes is swag and confidence. If you reverse the score and put uh, Patrick Mahomes in that position, he's going to see the pressure. He's going to find a way. He's going to make a miracle pass and win the game. Josh Allen didn't look threatening in the last three possessions. And if he get that swag and that confidence, he'll be up there. Yeah, but you also have to have the guys like, I mean, it was the one thing we kept saying about Patrick Mahomes, why they didn't have, like why their offense wasn't nearly as good this season was, you know, his receivers, you go back to the Valdez-Scantling, what should have been a touchdown that he said, I mean, Mahomes actually like, well, I could have thrown it better. No, you threw it perfect. He didn't catch it. Like the ball that the ball that Josh Allen threw for Steph Diggs, Steph Diggs has to catch that pass. That's a good throw. You need help. It's like what Giselle said about Tom. He can't throw it and catch it. Like that you was need against help. the Giants. You need help. And I, I listen. I get it. I mean Patrick Mahomes. I mean what he's able to do when you get in these situations is special. And Josh Allen's gonna have to find a way. Like if he wants to be in that same conversation, and deservingly so, deservedly so. Like you have to. He's going to have to find a way. He, he shouldn't him. be in the conversation He now. beat him during the regular season, That's right. which is fine, but that doesn't, in, in people's eyes, that doesn't matter. You want to be known as one of the greats, you have to win in the postseason. That's where you build your a- legacy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? I mean, but you, you also have to get there, too. That's my other... Like, you have to get there, too. And he gets there every year. Like and he the wins whole, the division like, most years. Well, that's the, it's the one thing, and I'm a, you know I'm a Jordan guy, but like the whole, like, well, Jordan never lost in the finals. So what's better? To lose in the, the Eastern Conference Finals and not get to the NBA Finals? Right. Like, come on, man. LeBron's gone to, what, nine no, NBA more finals? than that. Eleven? I think he's been to ten. Yeah. Went to eight straight. Right. Well, it's it's the it's the Eli debate, right? I mean, you know, Eli was not great in the regular season, but you'd be hard-pressed to find a lot of guys better than him in the postseason. Yeah, there are certain guys. I mean, look what I mean, look what Billy Smith used to do in the postseason. Like, just like in those, in, in those moments, they're just at their best. And then you get penalized when your team is great. Like, Billy Smith was on these all-time legendary teams with how many Hall of Famers, so he's not as great because he had great players around him. That's ridiculous, too. All right, listen, you can't, you can't win sometimes. I think I'm going to sneeze. Uh, sneeze, then. Okay. I'll say God bless you. I'm in that, like, no. that mid-range point where it could go either way. Yeah. I think we're past it. I think we're good. Good. Yeah. All right, let's go to Carlos in the truck. Hey, Carlos, you're on 98.7. <laughs> Hey, good morning, DNR. Good morning. Listen, Josh Allen is a great quarterback. But let me tell you right now, while Patrick Mahomes is there, he ain't going to get over the top. That's like with the Knicks in Chicago. While Jordan was there, they could not get over. They could not get over. The, the Knicks could not get over Chicago because of Jordan. 
you know, and they had and the Knicks had a great team. I'm a diehard Knicks fan, let me tell you. I'm not a Buffalo fan, I'm a Giants fan, but Josh Allen is good, but while Patrick Mahomes is there, it ain't gonna happen. I, I, don't, I don't know that I agree with that. I mean, to make a blanket statement that he's oh, never gonna get past. Uh, listen, maybe, maybe it doesn't happen. Maybe he won't, but uh, you, you'd bet that at some point he gets over the hump. You think he's going to lose to Mahomes every single time they play in the postseason? No, it doesn't have to be Mahomes, though. I mean, it could be Joe Burrow. Right. Like, I mean, there are really good quarterbacks in the AFC. He's sometimes going to, you get at, stuck at, in, a, in an era where you have one of the real, true greats. I mean, you, you go through this conference right now. How many teams don't have, don't have a really good quarterback? Not a lot. Uh, through the AFC? Yeah. No, you're hard-pressed to find. I mean, New I mean, England does not. Pittsburgh on, does not. Um, Pittsburgh does not. Tennessee doesn't have a quarterback, really. No. Will Levis, well, Levis, I guess. could be that guy. Questions in Denver. Vegas. Raiders. Yeah. So, five? I mean, what version of Deshaun Watson are you getting? I still think he's got a chance to be pretty no, good. I do, too. It's just, I mean, what version are you getting? All right, so, so realistically, we're sitting here, and there's five or six teams that don't have a really good quarterback. So, the bulk of the teams in the AFC have a good quarterback. And depending on what uh, what you think about Anthony Richardson and Indy. But you, you, there's yeah. a potential for him to be, healthy, to, yeah. to be that guy, right? Jaguars do. Houston clearly does. So more teams than not have really good quarterbacks. Did you see what Minnesota was trying to offer to get up to to get in? RJ, was Anthony Richardson they were trying to trade up to get, right? I didn't see it. I believe so. It was one report. It was wild. What so they were up like, to get Richardson? They offered a ton. They were like whatever was Did you pay. see the report? I don't know if it was Michael Silver or who it was that um, the Niners offered Brady yeah. the starting quarterback job this season. Well, remember Brady said that he was thinking of coming back. Right. Until they had an impromptu retirement party, and that was kind of it for him. Right. But they, I guess told, they, told they told Purdy, Purdy, Purdy gonna back up. Like, you're going to be the backup quarterback. Brady's going to be the starter. It wouldn't have been, listen, it wouldn't have been bad for Brock Purdy. He'd be sitting here right now. Sit and watch a little bit. Yeah. Watch for the season. One of the greats. The greatest. Yeah. Seven Super Bowls. It would have looked Still bad amazing. if he came back Seven again. Super Bowls. If he came back again, though, it, it would. It's his life, man. I get it. Well, then no, stop retiring. <laughs> yeah, I'm not blaming him for playing. Then stop retiring. Well, all of a sudden now you get a, I mean, an opportunity like that. That'd be tough to say no to. Uh, this ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza Five. We're giving away over ten thousand bucks in cash and prizes. All qualifiers will get a twenty-five dollar Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of ten Superbox prizes. Get your box for the big game by listening to our show, Barton Hahn and the K Show. Now, this year's big game payouts are five hundred dollars in quarters one and three, thousand dollars at the half, and a final score payout of two thousand dollars. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey along with Security Dodge. Come get some. For full contest details, go to superboxbonanza.com. All right. I told you I got quite a uh, a story. You're going to love the person involved. You're going to love the story. It's coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, as is Amani Toomer, as is Cuddle Mary Trash, as are your phone calls. 1-800-919-3776. DNR with you, 98.7 ESPN. Check off that New Year's bucket list with tickets from Vivid Seats. Your home for every tackle, slap shot, and slam dunk. Shh. I'm reading. Vivid Seats celebrates fandom with unbeatable rewards like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals with Vivid Seats rewards you earn with every purchase. From tip-off to final buzzer, Vivid Seats has a great selection, great prices on all the 2024 games that matter the most to you. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. So you know what has to be done? RJ has to jump through hoops on this show, which I feel badly about. He has to make contact with the Monty Tumor before he's going to join us to confirm that he's ready and prepared and will be on time and and everything. Well, he it's, doesn't have to. Well, he does because he's, right. he's terrific. Because he's, I mean, he's a professional, and Amani's shown the propensity to just not show up. That's I've heard right. Back. So this is what we hope. He said he's ready to go. The real chance pickleball gets scheduled, and he's a no-show. That would be, and, and, and he would have to go out by all, all by herself. Yeah, just warming up by herself. And they're not wood. They're not well, wood. Well, summer, summer wood, summer wood. You don't want to play with wood. But why anyway. not? <laughs> Every Sunday morning, you're dialed into that show. Aren't Until you? you do it, you're still just in position. Sounds That's like New York a, game day. It's a wild listen, yeah. Is Anita still doing the fantasy show from like 7 to 8? I think she does, yeah. Well, I see her on the uh No, no, like the, the local, the radio. I think she does fantasy oh, from 7 to 8. Right, and then they then Amani. And then 8 and, to 11, it's at 10 of them joins in Amani. Right. And she also does the, uh, on TV. Yeah, yeah. She, she does do the fantasy show, Sunday mornings. She's quite the talent. Oh, I'm a tennis player. I'm a great ping pong player. I don't care about that. Wow. Don't say nice things about them. Wow. This is not the time to do that. No? No. Well, I'm going to stick it they, where the sun They bring die. it up every Sunday. Every single Sunday they bring it up. They're looking for content. Yeah, well, no. They're looking for a pickleball match, and that's what they're going to get. Well, oh, they're going to get a pickleball oh, match. Oh, they're going to get oh, it. They're going to get a pickleball match. Right in the bottom. <laughs> Careful. I did get a nice pickleball bag. Yeah? Cassie got me a pickleball bag. Is it my, uh, an inscription? Uh, it has my initials on it. It's nice. That's mm, nice. Looks professional. Really professional. Really? Yeah. Some of those rackets are very, very expensive. Uh, yeah, there's some ones that... What is it? Need to talk about playing with wood rackets? Or what is she talking about? I don't about? know if she's talking about. Yeah, I don't know if it's, uh, it's who would with a wood racket. Um, so what I have and what I've teased you with is Mel's latest mock draft. 
Did you know this was even out there? Uh, I did not know. Uh-huh. Yeah. And as it was up on the TV, the guy's like, oh, it's up on the TV. It's up on the TV. You're like, there's tennis up on the TV. Right, but I wasn't paying attention. I'm just, right. I'm, I'm locked into your conversation. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. All right, so you ready? Yep. Give me, give me some music. Give me something, Raymond. Make yourself useful. There you go. So at the top overall selection, this will be no surprise to anybody. He has the Bears taking Caleb Williams. Yep. USC. Number two, this is where it starts to get a little interesting. Number two. Let me guess. Yeah, go ahead. Let me guess. So you said interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a quarterback. So if it's interesting, it's not going to be Drake May then because that's been the kind of the number two guy. It's going to be your guy, Jaden Daniels. That's right. Jaden Daniels to the commanders, number two. Heisman Trophy winner. Number three. That'll be Drake May. Drake May to your Patriots. They're not my Patriots. Well, Ugh. You're from that area, though. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, Drake May, number three. Number four. Arizona. Uh, number four, Arizona's going to go you with Marvin this. Harrison Jr. That's right. Yep. Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver, Ohio State. Uh, number five. This is the Chargers. New Ooh. head coach will be in place. I still find it odd, by the way, that Jim Harbaugh is interviewing all over the place, but still employed by Michigan. You would think that they're going to take a some kind of weapon, I would imagine, for Justin Herbert. Go Chargers! Go! All right. Am I in the neighborhood? What do you mean? Uh, yeah. Um, is this some way? Is this is this an unexpected pick at five? No, I mean okay. No, is it a wide receiver? No, the tight end I like Brock Bowers. Yeah, <laughs> number five. He's a stud. I like that guy. Likes He's him. good. Yeah. Uh, number six, especially when you see what these young tight ends are doing now. Like what Laporta's done for Detroit, but the thing. So who are the great tight ends? None of them are early picks, though. That's the thing. Like Laporta wasn't even a first round pick. Kelsey wasn't a first round pick. Yeah, but I think you're starting to see. I mean, people the value Detroit of. for taking Jameer Gibbs too. Like, right. If you know how to use them. Right. Uh, Giants at and six. plus they make less money than the wide receiver. Think about that too. They like do. the value. They do. Uh, number six, the the Giants. Yep. Uh, we'll take who the Dunze. Nope. Malik Neighbors, Neighbors from LSU. You want the little write-up on it? I do. Giants got just six games at a quarterback. Daniel Jones on the way to a lost season that showed some cracks in the foundation. Defensive coordinator Wink Martindale resigned after the season. Offensive coordinator Mike Kafka struggled with Tyrod Taylor and Tommy DeVito under center. New York's quarterbacks were sacked. They whopping, this is unbelievable, 85 times. The most in the league. When the offense ranked 30th in yards per play, Giants used top 10 picks on offensive linemen in 2020. And 2022, but I absolutely could see them doing it again as tackles Joe Alt and Olu Fashanu. Is that how you say Fashanu? Are still available in this scenario. Thank you. I still like keep coming back to getting Jones more help as he has never played with a true number one wide receiver. Neighbors could be that. He's coming off an 89 catch, 1600 yard season. Uh, catching passes from Jaden Daniels. He has a rare combination of speed and route running ability. He led FBS with 17 catches of 30 plus yards. The Giants had just 15 total 30-plus yard receptions all of last season, five of which were from rookie third-rounder Jalen Hyatt. So Malik Neighbors, number six. Number seven, the Titans. Um, Titans are going to take one of the uh, one of the tackles. Okay, which one? Um, Joe Alt. Yep, Joe Alt, number yes. seven. Look at you. Yeah, I'd say the problem is I don't have the names in front of me, though. Well, you're doing great. Yeah, I know I'm Keep doing it great. I mean, all things considered. Number here. eight, I would not have gotten eight, if that's any help to you at all. 
And the pick goes to uh, number eight is Atlanta. Maybe Bill Belichick's pick. It's not going to be a quarterback. No. Um, this is a tough one. Well, let me tell me what it is. Dallas Turner, linebacker, Alabama. Yeah, I wouldn't know that. Number nine, the Bears. What do they want to do with Caleb Williams? Well, they want to get him some help. I'm going to go with Dunze here. Yeah, a Dunze nine, which leaves the Jets at number 10 with... With a tackle. Yeah. Yeah. The kid out of Penn State. Okay. You would sign for okay. that in a heartbeat. Yes, in a heartbeat. Uh, let's see what else moves the needle here. Uh, 16. The Seahawks draft their quarterback of the future. This would be the fourth quarterback off the board with Mel's mock draft. And that is J.J. McCarthy out of Michigan. And that, I think a lot of people look at J.J. McCarthy as kind of like un- untapped potential yep. with all the kind of like traits of a, a winner, you know? So he does not have Penix. He does not have Bo Nix. He does not have any other quarterback going in round one. See, I think Penix is going to be... I think Penix's success will be dependent on where he gets drafted to. So he's got to be in that right system? Like the kind of offense that he is equipped to, mm-hmm. to run. Kind of like what I mean. Kind of like with what Tua's doing with McDaniel. You can look at this now with like. uh, Mike McDaniel's offense. I mean, because you've seen him. Yeah, it's I know, be the, the last, the, the him. last game was not only does this be perfect, but like just as far as I mean, his his ability to get the ball out of his hands, manipulate the pocket, accuracy. You know, like but when he's I yeah, mean, you got to play into his strengths. Like he's he's not going to be. But it's weird because we're talking about after they beat Texas, this kid's going to be a first round pick, and now Mel with the and again we have three months before the draft doesn't even happen in the first round. Well, I think the injury concerns, too. I think that's You're fair. talking about two ACLs the same knee. I mean, McCarthy's like, upside is interesting. It is. Very interesting. Just what they asked him to do and what he how that translates. I, I would love to, and I mean, listen, we're probably not going to find out. I would love to know, because he's a great coach, period. He's going to be a great NFL coach. I believe he's been a great NFL coach. What uh, Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, believes about J.J. McCarthy. Oh, they're not going to draft J.J. McCarthy. No, no, I'm not oh, saying that. You, if you ask I would them? just love to know like his thought of, yeah, this is going to be a stud quarterback at the next level. Because you, you have to trust whatever he thinks about him. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know if we've seen enough from J.J. McCarthy to think he's going to be a stud. Certainly a good athlete. Yeah, he's a good athlete. Right? I mean, he's a, it seems like he's a good leader. Like, it's like, this the other stuff, too, you have to take into account, though, man. When This is part of the, the process when you meet with these kids. And I'm sure if they're smart, picking up the phone and calling the coaches at Michigan, calling the offensive coordinator. Like, that was always that, that would always blow my mind when I saw that Nick Saban stuff. He's like, hey, coaches don't call me. Well, what do you mean NFL coaches don't call you? Yeah, like, well, yeah, why Belichick's, would you not? Belichick's the only one that calls me. That's really weird. All right, uh, ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. This year, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superboxes with prizes including a big screen TV, Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and so much more. Be caller number. Uh, let's go caller. Oh, in honor of uh, Mel Kuyper's draft. Jets picking 10. Let's go 10. Caller number 10. Right now, 888-987-ESPN to select the box for the big game with a chance to win 500 bucks in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score pad of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish yeah. Whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right. Let, let's break. We'll come back. We believe Amani Tumor into CMT, into your calls, 1-800-919-3776. DNR with you, 9870-ESPN. All right, guys, Dave Rothenberg here to tell you about my friends at Bathfitter. They converted my kid's bathtub to a shower, did a phenomenal, wonderful, elite job. Customized just as we wanted. Only one expert installer. Process was just so easy. There's no demo. There's no mess. And Bathfitter, it's a high-quality, permanent solution with a lifetime guarantee. 
three plus million happy customers like me and my wife. And for a limited time, you get zero percent interest or save five hundred dollars on a complete bath fitter system. So here's what you do. You start designing your bath today like we did at bathfitterdesign.com because there's only one bath fitter. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. You're going to ostracize me from the group? What? Because I have the the power to do it. I bet you John Winthrop's rooting for the Lions. I don't care. He's out, too. I actually wanted to be a paleontologist. I'll take John out. Great, great. And his many children. And don't call me to bail you out of jail. (laughs) You two idiots. I'd prefer to live in jail. I'll eat white bread and mashed potatoes with gravy on them. You know what? It'll be delicious. White bread and mashed potatoes. Tattoos all over my face. I don't want to socialize with you guys. It'll be like the Olive Garden in your cell. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. What do you want to do in the final hour? On 98.7 ESPN. Well, here we go. The big 9 o'clock hour. I'm rejuvenated. I'm alive. I'm effervescent. I got tennis on. Phone lines are open. 1-800-919-3776. In this hour, we have stuff you missed. In about 15 minutes, we have the Superbox Bonanza giveaway at some point later this hour. I don't know exactly what point, but at some point later this hour. On Knicks and Nets in action tonight, way out west at Barclays. Yeah, western they're, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah they're going to they're gonna take uh, take on Brooklyn. Um, you know, both teams were 13-10 and 10 at one point this year. And Knicks are, what, now 26-17? and 17? Going in opposite directions. And the Nets are completely falling apart. Uh, the Nets, yeah. Not going well for the Nets. There's some question as to whether or not Hard- uh, Isaiah Hardenstein will play tonight, but uh, Knicks are 26 and 17. Brooklyn right now is 17 and 25, and, and both were 13 and 10. Yeah, Nets had a big one. I remember in Phoenix, and have really so they're what four and 15 in their last 19 games. Oh, and then you had the whole, you know, not playing anyone, only played Mikael Bridges to keep a streak alive, which then, honestly is disgusting. It's disgusting. I think there are certain teams that can do that. And then there are certain teams that shouldn't do that. The Lakers can do it. Well, not now the Lakers can. Well, all right, so, so let's think. Boston, Milwaukee, teams like that. Can get, but they don't. Uh, no, but I think, I listen, I I understand why. They're the Sixers with Joel Embiid. Sure. Like, there are certain players that you want to make sure that they're healthy. Now, but you do, to, do you look at the Nets and say to yourself, no. boy, that, that's a top eight team in the Eastern no, Conference? No, I think so that's if a you're team not that's going to struggle to get into the playoffs. All right, so if you're, if you're struggling and you're fighting and you're doing everything you can to get into the postseason, you're not afforded the luxury of of punting on a game. You're not. No, you're not. They did, and I'm not saying that's the only reason why this thing has gone sideways, but this thing has gone sideways. I mean, you had the Clippers debacle. That was amazing. <laughs> Finished on a 22-0 run. Uh, I mean, I never heard of such a thing. They led by 11 points with five minutes to go and lost by double digits. But it's one of the bigger problems with the NBA that they're trying to fix. I mean, they have the whole, I mean, the 65-game thing now to qualify, the, qualify for the awards. They're right. trying to do the in-season tournament, like... They're trying to find a way to make the fans believe that the regular season is important. But it doesn't. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter because the players don't really make it feel like it matters. Right. But if the if there's of a team 16. that's fighting for playoff contention and a playoff berth that punts on a regular season game, then how much does the regular season really honestly matter? Right. But it's one of the reasons why me, personally as a Knicks fan, love this team. Because they the show team, up every single uh, game. They don't take the regular season for granted. They're going to fight for every single win to put themselves in the best spot 
going into the playoffs to have success. That's right. So where are we in the Eastern Conference? So, by the way, Embiid, we talked about this hours and hours ago. Embiid goes for 70 last night. 70, 18, and 5. He becomes, I think I heard this, the ninth player to ever score 70 points in a game. Yeah. That's amazing. It is. I mean, what, what well, a he's night amazing. for him. He, re- he really is phenomenal. The only concern I, I potentially have with him is that he gets hurt. He gets hurt often. But as far as what he brings to the table every day, he's awesome. Yeah, I've got no injury concerns about him. I mean, he's he's one of the best. By, by the way, how about this? Philadelphia has basically caught Milwaukee now. Philly's twenty nine and thirteen. Milwaukee's thirty and thirteen. So that could have an impact on the Knicks. Yeah. Well, again, like it's still a lot of there's still oh, a lot plenty, of season. plenty of basketball. Still a deadline we got to get through. See what the Knicks going to do. What if they're going to add a piece or pieces? Right. I mean, they're not done. No. I don't think they'll make the big move now, no, but, I I, but I'm sure available. they'll make a move before the deadline. Right. You get Fournier's contract sitting there. They're talking about shopping Grimes. Bruce Brown is actively talking about how he, he would love, love to, to he'd be love in to Nick. play for Tibbs in the Knicks, yeah. Seeing reports now, I mean, Jordan Clarkson's name being mentioned, but you need this. I mean, you lost. OG fits great, and he's been he's been the you know, exactly what that starting five needed. It's made Jalen Brunson better. I mean, you see his assists are up. Like, the whole thing works perfectly. But you did, I mean... You lost a couple of playmakers, specifically IQ coming off the bench in that production, that you got to find a way to replace. Yeah, and he's a guy that could give you any any given especially night if you're 15 to 20 run, points. Man. Like especially if you're going to make a run, like you got these, this team is proving to people that especially this this starting five, this is a good team, yes. and we want to give them every opportunity to go have success, maybe surprise people, win a second round matchup, but like to have to have Jalen Brunson, especially the way he plays, the how physical he plays. Mm-hmm. Like try to carry this much of the load for the rest of the season and then be at his best. In too the much. Season, it's too much. Too much. I mean, you still have what thirty-seven something games left, and then you have to wind up in a good spot to have him fresh and healthy and ready to play for the postseason. So you're asking a lot of him, right? And it, uh, listen, you know, I mean, you watch teams how they defend him now. Like even how he how he plays defense, how willing he is to take a charge. Like he's, I mean, this guy is, and he's not a big guy. And you saw what happened to him last year when he got nicked up. Him and Randall at the same time. Like, it even goes to a new level. Like, him in the playoffs, too, goes to an, it has to go to another level if we want to get to where we want to get to. That's right. Uh, you mentioned Hartenstein. Here's the update from the coach. Sure. Uh, left foot. And then we'll see where he is tomorrow. Did he practice? No. He did not? No. Did you do anything on the court? No, I just watched film. All right, so. These guys don't even need practice, though, at this point. Probably not. But what does that do for him? Uh, at this point? Yeah. No. Nah. I mean, I'm telling you, like, I used to just, like, I, I would be, if they told me I could just spend the entire season doing, like, a 30-minute goalie skate for the whole season and just play games, right. I'll take it. I'm, I'm sure the tips practice is, is a lot, though. Uh, well, I think he probably, I mean, I, I would depend on the team, too. I think he's probably at the point now where he's kind of adapted a little bit. Yeah, probably so. Uh, so, Eastern Conference, and it's ever-changing. Knicks have played well of late. They've won three in a row. You know, Cleveland has won eight games in a row. Yep. Uh, they're 26-15 and 15 are the Cavaliers. Knicks are the five spot at twenty six and seventeen. Heat have lost three straight. They're twenty four nineteen. Pacers uh, are a play in team right now. They'd have to be in that little play in tournament. They're twenty four and nineteen. But listen, I, I think things are good. I think they'll get in. I think they'll be one of the first six. But you're not you're not in a position where you don't have to worry about these games. Like these are still very impactful, meaningful games. Right. You want to. I mean, you want to put yourself in a spot where. I mean, let's just say for example, Philadelphia does catch Milwaukee. And now you finish in that 4-5, you take care of your business with Cleveland, and now you get a chance to see, um, you get a chance to see, uh, who would that put you in? 
If you're four five, you're still going to go up against Boston. No, no, you know. Yeah, you're four five. Four five, you're going to see Boston. You're yeah. going to see Boston. So, so either way, you're going to have to try to get yourself into that into into a spot where you're at that level. I just don't know if that's possible this this season with this deadline. At, at what level though? In the top three, you're not going to be top no, three. No, just team. to compete. Like I think you could compete with Philadelphia. I think you could in in a best of seven. You say yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I have a hard time like the Boston Milwaukee. That's going to be. A I, I agree with animal. that. So it really, I mean, unless you finish six, it doesn't really matter who finishes second and third, whatever order they'll play each other in in the second round. The thing is, if you're four or five, you're going to have Boston in the second round, and that's going to be really tough. Uh yeah, yeah. But I mean, this is again. I mean, you Boston is with Tatum Brown, the additions of Porzingis. You bring in Drew Holiday. Like that's. That's a championship-ready team. That's a championship-ready team. They would be disappointed team. in Boston if they didn't come out of the East. I don't I think, think we're I at think, that point yet. I think there are three teams right now that would be disappointed if they don't win a championship. I think it's Boston. I think it's Milwaukee. I think it's Denver. I think everybody else, it's open season. Right? With the, I mean, well, they, that's only because you don't really necessarily trust Minnesota. I don't trust Minnesota. I don't trust Oklahoma City. I, I just I, Something about the Clippers, I'll never trust them. And I don't know well, you don't if they'll trust be James healthy in the big yeah. spot. Phoenix, I don't. I, I mean, the big three with Phoenix are great, but I don't. I don't like their team outside of those three guys. No, I think you mentioned. That. I think the three teams that you mentioned are the teams, but I think at some point Boston's going to have to take that step. Uh yeah. I mean, Boston was in the Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and they laid an egg at home. Yeah, I mean, like NBA championship step. It's time for them, right? For this this current Celtics roster. Yeah, I mean, Tatum's one of the uh, one of the best players in the league. I mean, you added KP. Don't worry about him staying healthy. Holiday's obviously. a monster. Holiday's a great defensive player. I just don't. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they they don't go to never the conference know. finals. Well, it's because you never know. Well, I guess that's fair. Like I mean, it's a long season, eighty two games. By the time you get, you try to make your way all the way through the playoffs. How physical it is. Guys staying healthy. Does does this Knicks Nets do anything for you? Like, is there no? Any... I expect to win the guy. No, no, no. But I'm saying like, is, is so. Three years ago, this would have been like, okay, big game, you know, make some noise, Nick. This is a, at least for me, and you can give your take on it as well, it's a it's a game. I want to win it. The fact that it's Brooklyn means nothing for me. Uh, no, I don't think the the whole Brooklyn thing means anything to me either. I just think it's a, you're playing a team that's struggling right now, so take care of business. Right, right, right. No, I agree with that's that. It. But I'm just saying, like, there's no extra no. juice. There's no, you're, you know, you're going down to Brooklyn and you can beat. I don't, I, and maybe there are some people that do. I don't care whatsoever. Yeah, I don't. Uh, why, you'd have to tell me why. Someone I think, would have to call me and tell me why. There I was think juice. Brooklyn people probably care. Yeah, well, because they're the I mean, little brother. Right, right. But, I mean, I don't. I could understand before where it was like you're going up against Kyrie and KD who said no to us. Right. So I understand that, but now no. Ray, you're going to this game tonight, right? You're going to produce... Uh, That's correct. On the scene, at the scene? On the scene. Is is there any juice in that building more so for the Knicks? I mean, the Nets fans probably don't like the Knicks, right? Yeah, but I feel like there's more Knicks fans in that building when, when the Knicks play there. And so that, you and you that expect was it the, to be a, a Knicks Nets, home game. And that was when the Nets were good. It would be like fifty fifty. So yeah, I expect Nick fans to be to be prevalent in there. Does this is there any juice for you in this game or is this just a just another game? It's 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 more another game than than having extra juice in it. I feel that way. I, I feel like some of it has gone away since the Nets don't have that superstar anymore. There's no sexiness with the Nets anymore. No. No. That K- KD was kind of like the only reason like to feel away about the game because the Knicks hadn't beaten the team with KD for so long. Or Kyrie, you could add Kyrie to that mix yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So Kyrie beat us again this year. 
He did. He, he looked crazy in that. He, he <laughs> made, they didn't he, have Luca. He went he nuts. Ma- he made us look awful. Made right. us look awful. Hardo so, had a hell of a game. He's too. one of the most uh, that I've watched. The Kyrie talent wise, skill wise, is one of the most. That's what makes it skilled. Well, players that's, that's I've that's ever what, seen. What great gifts, great handles. Yeah, but he's so handles frust- gross. Yeah, but that's what makes him so frustrating. Is you're that good, and then you cause such havoc all the time off the court. I get it. Listen, I understand it. It's the reason why. I mean, with the chance to get KD, the Knicks were like, "No, we're good. We don't need to take on." And you know the what? Headache. That was the right move. It turned out to be the right that, move. That was the right move because it did not work for Brooklyn, and it probably would have been worse with the Knicks. Yeah, right. Now that's again revisionist history, though. A couple. I mean, you're talking about a couple injuries. They were taking care of business against Milwaukee. I get it. And then it's KD wearing a shoe that's a size too big. But did it work out? It did not. Uh, no, work it didn't work out. No, no. But that's just how. I mean, that's that's how fine the line is sometimes. But could you have imagined what would have happened here had Kyrie gone missing when he played for the Knicks? If oh, if the same thing happened as a Nick as it did as in with the Nick, Nets, Nick fans would have. I mean, lost their and then with minds. the Harden stuff. Forget it. Lost their minds. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.